You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to another edition of the Evan Roberts Podcast. This one's going to be a little different, and this one's going to be a lot of fun, because one of the reasons, one of the inspirations for the podcast was talking about things that I'm normally not going to spend, you know, 25 minutes on the air talking about on the fan. And I'm not breaking this down with Beningo between 10.20 and 10.55. And so today's topic is a TV show. And today's guest is somebody who's near and dear to my heart. My guest on the Evan Roberts podcast who will join me in this discussion on this TV show is my beautiful, wonderful, best friend and wife, Sylvia Del Carmen Roberts. Honey, how are you? What an introduction. <laughs> Did you like that introduction? No, that was pretty good. You should do that all the time. Oh, wow. Every time I see you, I should say, my beautiful wife and best friend, Sylvia. But the thing is, and I mean, I'm not going to do this, even though we're going to be casual talking about this TV show. I never call you by your name. I call you baby. So is that okay that during the podcast, I'll just say, hey, baby? That's totally fine. It's natural. It's what we do. Absolutely. Well, we like to find a TV show and then watch it. And some of them have been old TV shows. We went on a binging of Friends. What other TV shows have we binged over the last couple of years? Ooh. Well, Atypical is one of the newer ones. That's that right. Netflix show, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, Friends was a classic. That I know. Was, that took us a while to get through, but that was, that was I'm tr- great. I'm trying to think. Like, we, we've done a lot, but now I can't even we, remember we half of them. We watched Homeland for a while, and then Homeland? it got weird. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, it got, so. it got stupid because the bad guys always won. Well, and it also was really hard to follow. Yeah, it got so. confusing. I like to say Homeland was the Patriots every year. The bad guys always won. No matter what happened, it ended up with this horrible, horrible ending. So the TV show we have tried recently is The Affair. And because we are such a happily married couple, I think one of the hesitations we had about this show was the fact that do we really want to sit here and watch an entire show about an affair. Is that fair to say that that was kind of a hesitation about this thing? I mean, it, the premise of it didn't seem that exciting. Okay, an affair, big deal. But we had enough friends and people tell us it was worth watching. No, so. but wait a second. There was a celebrity that you follow on Twitter. I forget who it was. Who so. made a... Yeah, yeah. There was a cele- What's her name? Somebody's... John Legend's wife. What's her name? Oh, Chrissy Teigen. Yeah, didn't Chrissy <laughs> Teigen, Chrissy Teigen, whatever her name is, didn't she tweet something about, oh my God, the affair, you're, I can't believe what's happening. You know what, you're right. It was about some twist. I'm like, there's a twist in an affair? What? Well, so. that, that's the thing, and I'll give everybody this, okay? We have watched two complete seasons of The Affair. Now, I am aware that there's an entire third season, and there's, I guess, an entire fourth season, or at least a significant part of the fourth season. And so... This podcast is discussing the first two seasons of The Affair. Uh, We have no idea what happens in season three, no idea what happens in season four. So 
Take this as a podcast of two beautiful people, you're more beautiful than I am, who have engaged in a binging of a television show, not knowing the ending or not knowing where it's going. And I would think that's interesting because if you are a listener who's watched the entire thing of The Affair, you're going to hear us talk about where we think things may go. And we may be completely wrong or completely right, but we both swear to you, we have no idea where it's going. Right? That's true. Unless you know where it's going. Uh, and even if I did, I wouldn't tell you because I know you don't like surprises being. No, I want the surprise. That's like when uh, Jet was born. I wanted <laughs> to be surprised. <laughs> my, my baby wanted to know the uh, sex of the baby. I know. That didn't work. Baby number two, though? Surprise? We'll work on that, yeah. Ah. What was your first impression of this show when we first started watching it? Right at the beginning. At first, it was a little slow. You have to admit. I mean, they were just dragging the thing along for a while. And so it was hard to get through the first couple of episodes. Um, it was just a bunch of people kind of just talking and hanging out in the Hamptons, which we hadn't been to. At least I hadn't been to before. So from that perspective, it was a little slow. Well, you know what was weird about it? What I remember is it takes place in Montauk, Long Island. And I had been to Montauk one time before this summer, you know, just because I wanted to explore Long Island. We went to Montauk, I would think, days before we started this show. And I remember we both made a comment without knowing, this place kind of looks familiar. <laughs> and then we realized, wait a second, this place, this show is based on a place we just went to for the very first time. And I'd say a few weeks into the show, we realized that this lobster roll <laughs> is not only a real place, but it's a famous place. It's a legendary place. And because of the affair... We felt we had to stop at the lobster roll, which, might I say, was very, very good when we did go there. Oh, yeah, it was tasty. And we were reminded about the affair because there's, like, signs everywhere that tell you that, so. They're bragging about it, yeah. and I understand why. I mean, I get it. You know, the affair is a very, very popular show. I think the, the early weird part, and I wouldn't say turn off necessarily because I think it was interesting, was how half the show would be from Noah's perspective, mm -hmm. And half the show would be from Allison's perspective. And I think we both said at the beginning, boy, this is going to get old after a while if they're retelling the exact same story with just their angle. But early on, I thought it was good because you saw how his aspect was, oh, my God, she wanted me. She, you know, she's showering. She's showing me she's naked. And her perspective is, you know, gee, I'm really not that interested, but he seems to be chasing me. So I did find that interesting, but I was worried that Boy, if they do this for four seasons, this is going to get old if we're seeing the same story just from two different perspectives. And every time it's the same exact thing, just the opposite for the other character. I mean, it would get old, but they managed to make it really interesting. Early on, it was predictable, though, because you yeah. knew, oh, he's saying this, oh, she's saying the opposite. Like, that's not how they met according to her. But doesn't that make you think about what really happens in real life when you're talking to someone? You may think something went down a certain way. They might think very differently about that very same situation. So it did have a moment of making me think twice about <laughs> my daily interactions. Uh, so it's, it's a thinker. It's a little bit of a thinker there. Well, I, think, I, mean, I think that's with everybody, that anything that happens in a given day comes from two different perspectives. may not necessarily be the complete opposite, but my conversation with you at night about taking out the trash may be... I may be looking at that conversation completely differently than the way you're looking at it, or at least you're going to remember it differently, because that's really the key. You remember things differently. Now, we all remember things differently. So from that aspect, it was pretty interesting. But 
it was also, it was kind of cringeworthy because here's this dude, right, who became, uh, I mean, spoiler alert, here's how I feel about Noah Soloway. Guy's a real douche. I and mean, that's my spoiler alert. Like, I, I don't find many qualities about him to be very likable. But here's this guy with four kids. I think it's four kids. Four kids. Seems like a cool wife. And it, at the beginning, it looked like he wanted to have sex with every woman he came across. Mm-hmm. Didn't you get that impression? Well, at first, we didn't know who the affair was with. Because at first, they showed this woman at the pool. Right. And the way he was looking at her, you thought, oh, this is the affair. And we both thought, boy, how long are they going to drag this out where we're guessing on who the affair is actually with? Yeah. I thought it was going to be one episode and we'd be done with the show. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think we were going to last, you mean? No, because it just seems so... The idea, the concept of it seems so boring to me. I mean, but it's not about an affair, right? I mean, it is, but it's really much more complex than that. No, and, th- and that's why... As the first season was going on, and they're having this affair, and they're having the gratuitous sex scenes, which, I got to be honest, after a while, we get it, all right? They're banging. I mean, at what point can you just say they're banging instead of showing us every sexual activity they have? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Well, they're having some quality conversations during that, so... (laughs) I guess. Do you really want to miss that? (laughs) And I I can't get over, because at first I was very upset. That Pacey, I call him Pacey. What's the guy's? What's his name in the show? Joshua Jackson. Yeah, but what's his real? What's his name in the show? Uh, uh, oh my gosh. Pay, pay, no, not Pacey. That's I'm still with that. Dawson's Creek. Josh Jackson, the husband or the former husband of Allison. What's Cole. It? Cole. That's right. When they first showed Cole, it looks like he's raping yeah. Allison, and so your first reaction is, "Oh my God, I hate this guy. It's Josh Jackson." But that was from his perspective. Noah's, then when you got it from her perspective, that this married couple that just had this raw, animalistic sex scene. And that kind of bothered me for the first few episodes because I couldn't get out of my mind that, is he this horrible rapist, right? Because that's how it was, the first time we saw him, that's how it was portrayed. Meanwhile, he's the most likable guy in the show. I say that three years later. Yeah. And that's a big thing to say because most people on that show are not likable at all. <laughs> no, it's true. I, I, you know, and it's also we feel bad for him. Anybody with a kid, when you see what they that couple went through with losing their child, and that was very difficult. I think for both of us to watch having a young child. Yeah, that, I mean, I can't watch those scenes. I think at one point we fast forwarded over one of those scenes where she's explaining what happened. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that's that's kind of tough to watch. Yeah. But what what also surprised me in that first season is. So they have this affair. Okay, fine. Then they both admit to their significant others they had the affair. And I think the reason why I was so surprised is because, again, because the name of the show is The Affair, I was still under the impression that they're going to drag this thing out for four seasons. Like somehow this affair is going to go on for four years. And you learned early on that that wasn't going to be the case. Because once both of them confess to their significant others and eventually break up or divorce you see that the show is going to go in a million different ways. Mm-hmm. It was not going... And that's when I realized the show is called The Affair. It's really not The Affair anymore. It's about a million other things. There are a lot of mysteries in the show. And the latest one is one that's very intriguing. Which is Noah. the latest one for us, because we're two seasons in. Right so, right, so with Noah, and he's just gotten out of prison. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. he's being pursued by this security guard that was part when he was in prison apparently the guy treated him poorly because you can see that he's a little bit scared Noah's scared yeah so 
I don't know what what's going on there, but well, it's... Yeah, because the first and let's get back to the first mystery because the first mystery was somebody died, and they're both being interviewed by this officer or this uh, sheriff or whatever he is, and at first we don't we have no idea who died. Then they reveal it's what's his name, the dude who statutory raped Noah's daughter. By the way, if anybody is listening to this podcast and has it never watched like a this show, show. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably thinking, what the hell are they watching? I assume this is going to be a very low downloaded podcast, and it's only going to be for people that have watched this show and actually care about what we think about this show. So I am assuming off the top, if you're still listening, you're one of about 75 people that have actually downloaded. This will not get as many downloads, <laughs> baby, as SummerSlam Recap. I understand. Or Instant Reaction, David Wright's Retirement. I'm just going out on a limb. But anyhow, so they reveal that it's that dude. What's his name? Scotty. Scotty, yeah. Scotty McCready. No, that's a country star. <laughs> Scotty uh, McKnight. No, that's a former Jet. Scotty Lockhart. Lockhart. Whatever. The Lockhart Ranch. Yes. Okay. And so now we're figuring out, well, how did this guy die? And I, I, I like that storyline because they did kind of throw out little things in which both of us, we had no idea who killed him. Because I didn't think Noah did it. I didn't think Allison did it. I, I didn't know what the connection was. And I think they did a really good job. This is why the second season I, I did enjoy more so than the first season. Because the first season was set in the stage. It was mostly about an affair, which... You know, I think as two people that are happily married, it gets uncomfortable. Because, you, know, you know, who wants to see people ruin their lives by cheating on somebody else? It's not a fun thing to watch. I don't think it is. You know, maybe if I was a single dude, maybe if you were a single woman, we'd look at it differently. But I think in a, in a happy, what, would you? Would you it's not? It's the same thing. Whether you're single or married, right? It's No, it's, it's not. Still... How is it the same? You're not married. So you're not looking at it from that perspective. I know, but it's, I mean, I don't know. I just, I feel very strongly against adultery. So either way... I, I, would feel, frown I feel very strongly against adultery, too. Good. I'm glad that you're on the same page on that. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. <laughs> but you don't think that if you're watching this before you met me, that it bothers you, but it probably bothers you less. Because it's less relevant to your life? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's the way I would look at it. It doesn't mean I'd be sitting there enjoying it or anything like that, but I don't think it would bother me as much. Just like, I mean, let's be, let's be honest about this. I think we all agree. We all look at things a certain way. The storyline about the child dying, uh -huh. yes, would be depressing if we didn't have a child. No one's saying it wouldn't, but it's more depressing when you have a child. Agreed. I think it's the same thing. Uh -huh. I think that's why it was more difficult. And we have a child that's two years old. So, you know, 30 years from now, maybe it wouldn't be as depressing when we have grown children. But then again, maybe if we have grandchildren, we would be depressed. <laughs> Imagine being a grandma, by the way. That's crazy. Imagine that. Me as a grandpa. You have a while, hopefully, before you I, think about yeah, that. Seriously, you imagine that? Jet, if you're listening at two years old, you better take your damn time. <laughs> That's for sure. But the, the murder mystery was fascinating. And when we finished the second season probably a couple days ago, they, they really, it was like wham, bam. They're giving all the information. And I thought it was awesome because as we're watching it, I talk to the TV a lot more than you do. I give more reactions. And my reaction is, oh, shoot. Like, so... She did it. Noah's ex-wife did it, and Noah's going to cover. And, whoa, Allison pushed him. <laughs> Holy crap. What the hell? That, that part was crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, and what I like about this mystery is that they reveal a little bit each time, and they don't drag you along. They eventually tell you what happened, right? You, like, find out who killed him. 
because there's some shows that have had this background story that's going on that's about this mystery. Like Blacklisted, didn't you watch that? I gave up on it, yeah. It was a similar thing where there was this mystery in the background, and they dragged it on. And mm. so that, to me, is frustrating. But here, they, they made it very interesting. They did, and I'll tell you the negative to the positive. But does that make sense? <laughs> no, because what you said, I completely agree with. They needed to give you a payoff, right? And the payoff was, we got the answers. The answer was, Scotty died because Noah was driving drunk with his ex-wife, who was behind the wheel. So the ex-wife was behind the wheel. She hit Scotty and killed him. But Allison had pushed him because the guy, Scotty, was, I, I think, trying to force himself on her. So it was one of those weird things where you kind of had, at least I did, some compassion for both Allison and Noah. The compassion I had for Allison is, hey, this guy was forcing himself on her. She was defending herself. Self-defense, right. Yeah, she wasn't planning on pushing him into the road, and Noah didn't do it. Remember, Noah was driving drunk and said, look, I can't drive. It was his ex-wife, I forget her name, Helen. Helen. It was Helen who was driving, and then he basically said, I will take care of this. This is on me. So both of those characters you could sort of have compassion with, which I thought was very well done. Is that weird that that's when we have most compassion for those characters? Um, Especially Noah, because like you said, he's a jerk the entire time through. I know. And then you see him do this one act, which honestly felt out of character for him, but you can't help but feel a little sympathy. Yeah, because the whole time he was very nasar 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 narcissist. Narciss Narcissistic? <laughs> Narcissistic, thank you. Are you trying to say something in Spanish? <laughs> I do try sometimes. Is that how you say it in Spanish? No. How do you say it in Spanish? Narcissista. Oh, I love when you speak Spanish. <laughs> yeah, he's a narcissist the entire time. And by the way, when he's cheating on Allison, because he obviously ends up with Allison, with his PR woman, uh. that pissed me off too. And then when I think he was beginning to enjoy watching two women make out and he finds out as he's getting closer one of the women's his daughter that thing made me feel uncomfortable yeah and that was a weird little storyline they threw in there it's it's almost like so awkward it makes you want to laugh like it's it's really weird yeah it's it's very strange it's and weird and you, yeah you just don't even know what to say like he you can tell that he was caught off guard and immediately he was like oh my god yeah Oh, completely. But then he ends up not cheating on Allison again. I thought the affair was going to become just Noah constantly, just having an affair with everybody. <laughs> That's how I was going to continue. But the thing that bothered me, this storyline I didn't like, Allison and Noah have a child, obviously. Revealing that Noah wasn't the father, I don't love it. I don't, because... Obviously, everything is dysfunctional, right? They both cheated on each other. It's horrible. The marriage was broken up, the murder and all that that went on. But I felt like that's even pushing it too much. There's already been enough craziness, and now you're not the father. My ex-husband's the father. I, I don't know. I don't love it. I mean, I, I see where you're coming from, but think about all the characters in the show. Who's one of the people that you said is most likable? Uh, Colt. Okay. Joshua Jackson. He's been through Pacey. so much suffering. The woman that he loved left him. He lost his son. He's struggled a lot. You know, his family, all the drama that's happening. They lost the ranch, etc. There was this one thing that he really wanted was to be a father again. And he's getting it. So right, because he falls in love with a woman who can't have a child. Right. 
So you like that aspect of it? I just like that he he really wanted to be a father. You can tell that he was probably a really good father or would have been a really good father. So part of me is like, you know what? Good for him. <laughs> All right. Hey, you're, you're more compassionate <laughs> than I am, I guess. I, I don't know. I just... I. I thought that Noah being the father to another child and being a father to the baby, having a baby with the woman he had an affair with, and now they're together. I, I lost know. you. There's like so many. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm telling you, you have got to watch this show or else none of this makes sense. You'll probably have a headache right now. Um, the trial, because they, they jump between time, which sometimes can be confusing, but they did a really good job because they had different lighting for when it was what we thought was current time, mm-hmm. which we'll get to because in season three, at least when we started it, it's not the same. So I like how they did the different lighting so you could know, okay, this is, this is what's going on now. And it was revealed, obviously, that, okay, well, Alice and Noah are still together. We know that. And I remember when Helen was giving the lawyer and paying for the lawyer to help Noah we just figured it was a sweet gesture, but then later it was revealed, well, yeah, she's doing that because she's really the, the person who killed him. Mm-hmm. It's not Noah. And I thought the dramatic ending at the trial where he basically had to make a choice, do I try to turn this case against Allison because she's the one who pushed him and the lawyer was figuring that out, do I turn it against my ex-wife and say, look, forget it, I wasn't even driving, she was driving, Or do I take all the blame? I thought that was a very dramatic conclusion. And he was likable, a rare time he was likable, when he screams, I did it, I killed him, because he was defending his current wife or girlfriend, I'm not even sure if they were married, and his ex-wife, and basically said, I'm going to take all the blame for this. Or it seemed that way, right? Because don't we find out in the next season that apparently he didn't really care about Helen, he just cared about the children. Well, yeah, but I thought that at the time. That that was the reason he was doing it. Not necessarily for her, but that... Because he even said, she's the mother of my children. That was the way she looked at it. Yeah, yeah we just started season three. Well, How many episodes have we watched? Like one or two, maybe? Yeah, I think we're just beginning, yeah. Here's the weird thing about it. They're resetting the show. They're resetting the show. Mm-hmm. Because the first two seasons were built around the murder mystery and the affair. Because they planted the seeds that both... Allison and Noah were being asked questions by this, uh, by this officer for a reason. We didn't know why at first, then it's revealed it's a murder. So the first two years, to me, with this arc of, okay, two people having an affair, and why are they being questioned by this sheriff or police officer? We have the conclusion. There's, this is how the affair went. This is what happened. This is how they broke up, and they're being invested over murder, and here's what happened, and it's finally revealed. So the beginning of season three is kind of a reset, right? They're resetting the entire show. And you mentioned the new mystery is, is this guy from jail following him? Now, I ask you, do you find that interesting? I actually do. Really? I want to find out what happened. Why is this guy pursuing him? I don't know what it is that... It's it's like something happened while he was in jail. Right. And we don't know what happened. And you can tell that something happened because when Helen would come visit Noah, he'd be beat up. And she's like, what happened? We have to tell someone. And what would Noah do? No, 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 no. Just let it go. Right. He was rude to her, right? I don't even want you to come here. So I feel like there's something more to that. Yeah, where do you think it's going? We have to watch more. (laughs) No, no, kidding. (laughs) But where's it going? I don't find that one. I mean, maybe it's going to get more interesting. 
Well, isn't it like the affair when we first thought, okay, they're having an affair, big deal. Yeah. And then over time, it gradually released more info and more... Mis- yeah. You know, there's I guess more I there. need more information. Maybe that's it. And the story with Allison, and it's kind of weird that Allison and Noah aren't together. By the way, do you think they end up back together, or do you think the show will be now I separated? Done. Really? I mean, what reason do they have to come back? Yeah. So you think the rest of this season, and maybe season four, follows both of them, but separately? I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, maybe they'll come back. Who knows? But I don't think anytime soon. And you know what's crazy? They don't have a connection anymore because that child is not Noah's. If that child was Noah's, you'd say, well, there's a connection. They're obviously going to see some of each other. I guess that's possible that they can go throughout this entire season and next season and kind of, it's two different shows. We're seeing the fallout of the affair, basically. They had an affair, the lives were changed, and this is where they are now. What do you think of the Allison storyline that she went crazy and gave up her daughter to Cole and now wants to get back in on it because she was afraid that the same thing was happening to her daughter as what happened to her son where he died? Yeah. At first, I didn't feel sympathy because it's like you never leave a kid for especially six months mm. without any communication. And your ex-husband's trying to get in touch with you, make sure you're okay. But after she explains that story, I, I mean, I warmed up to it a little bit because it, it must be tough when you experience that kind of trauma. I mean, God knows I never want to experience anything close to that. But it makes you feel for her. Where do you think that story's going? I don't know. I mean... It's still early. It, it, that's the thing. It's, I'm not, on my end, feeling like I want to give up on the show, but I'm not loving the beginning really? of this season. Yeah. yeah. I think I said to you the, the season premiere I found boring. Not, not, and again, doesn't mean it's Homeland, where we both agreed after I think it was a few episodes of whatever season it was, we're done. I'm not done. I'm intrigued to see where they're going. I'm just not confident. I don't love the start to it. And maybe because the bar was set too high, and that was the problem with Homeland. The first season of Homeland was effing unbelievable. The first three, honestly. You're right. But the, fr- the reason the first one was the best is the, 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 the guy yeah. coming back sure. and sure. just, oh, my God. That was some of the greatest TV ever. Mm-hmm. That's how good it was. So I'm not saying the affair has been on that level, but I think the first two seasons were very good. It was very compelling, had me very interested. And it's tough when you have a TV show when you're going to reset. Because you've basically solved the issues, and now you've got to keep it going. Homeland's had to do that, and maybe to some they've done it well. I don't know, because we've given up. I believe that's where the affair is. They are resetting the show, and at least for you, you're somewhat intrigued. I'm waiting it out. I want to see where they go. But for now, I mean, we'll see where they go. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, I started off not being interested in the show, and now I like it. Now, be honest with me, right? We laid this out at the beginning. My wife, uh, baby, she doesn't like surprises. Me, I love surprises. Has any part of you been intrigued by Googling to find out where this show goes? Uh, If I were to reveal the answer to that, I think I would be found guilty of having done something. What? You did it that? (laughs) Wait, you know where this is going? Maybe once. Wait. So and it's really hard. No. So what I like to do when we watch shows is I like to read commentaries, analyses by different types of, you know, articles and whatnot, just what the review of different seasons are. And usually it's not a big deal because we're up to date with the season we're watching. In this case, it's hard to not see stuff that's been right, happening Right, because we're behind, recently. yeah. So that's how I found out 
a significant detail that happens recently. In what season? The latest one, season Oh, so four. something I don't even know? Yeah, and I haven't told you anything. Oh, my God. I, I don't think I gave anything away. Baby. What, what are you doing? It doesn't take away from your experience. Yeah, but I can read your face now and figure out what the Do hell happened. Do you know what it is? No, but I'm going to find out. Nope. <laughs> the, the funniest is, so we're watching Friends, right? We mentioned at the beginning we went through the whole thing of Friends. I have seen Friends many times. So it's such a good show, in my opinion, and I could watch it a million times. That's why I was cool watching it again. You had seen a little bit, but you weren't. You didn't see the whole thing. So every time something would happen, you'd say to me, so what ends up happening? <laughs> Does this person end up with that person? And I'd say, don't you want to find out? And you're like, no, I want to know. That essentially <laughs> summarizes our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's why, that's why you don't like sports as much as I do, because you'd like to know the outcome oh beforehand. Oh, my gosh. When I pay attention, I start to get anxiety. comes like, oh, that team needs to win. Of course, the Nets or the Mets or the Jets, right? That's very Always. good. You've nailed it. Right. You know right. the teams I root for. But it's stressful. But did, haven't you a few times when I'm DVRing a game check the results to know if I'm going to be in a good mood or oh, not? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That frames the entire conversation we have after. <laughs> that, that's the beauty of me DVRing, DVRing a game. At least you'll get a heads up on if it ends well or not. And you never find out. You never know the answer to it because I don't tell you anything. No, you're good. You're good. So, you, and I you've, do that for you. So. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, you do that for my own well-being. No, you've never actually spoiled a game for me. I've spoiled it for others, unfortunately, like my dad. I and know. I feel horrible when I do that. All right. Well, the show is, is interesting. We're going to see where it goes. Did you enjoy your appearance here on the Evan Roberts podcast? I did. This was fun. Is there some other topic you would like to address in a future podcast? Well, what I remembered was, and I can't believe we forgot this, but Handmaids, I mean, that's oh, our favorite Handmaids? show. That's hands down. It's dark, but we love that. You know what's great about Handmaids too? Handmaid's Tale, for those who aren't aware we're up to date. So we can do a podcast, and unlike <laughs> this one, where people listening know where it's going, and they're thinking, ah, these poor schmucks, they have no idea. I know. Can they tell what we do in our free time <laughs> with a two-year-old? Hey, listen. When he falls asleep like he is now, we're doing this podcast, by the way, with the camera set up as we stare at Baby Jet sleeping in his crib. And like two hours of sleep. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we don't sleep very much. That may be a podcast. Me, you, maybe I'll bring on Salo, who works at the station, and his wife, and we could all talk about how our sons never sleep. Why not? That could be fun. Well, thank you, baby. I appreciate it. Thank you. This has been a very different edition of the Evan Roberts Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.